Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the JRE Review. This is the first one of this year. Took a bit of time off, and uh, but back to it. I was listening to Rogan the whole time, uh, mostly. And uh, But, you know, I do a lot of these, and uh, I wanted to kind of change the format up. So so it's just me today. Mark is, is off for a bit. I th- he has the flu or something. Poor guy. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. I'm probably just going to be doing one a week from now on where uh we just kind of go over the gems of the week and and maybe even uh skip one out so for last week we had uh jim norton uh jim norton not to be confused with edward norton who i actually saw on the main street down the road from me the other day driving what was really the coolest fucking tesla i've ever seen i kind of wanted to like say hi and uh, chat with him about being on Rogan, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, I just left him alone, I'm sure that, that gets fucking annoying. Uh, we got also from last week, Lex Friedman, the MIT artificial intelligence nerd, great guy, like that dude. Andrew Doyle, who is a Twitter troll, he does the Tatiana uh, character. I didn't know a lot about her, well, him and, and this character he does, but um, I've been checking him out on Twitter. Very funny dude. Uh, Garrett Reisman, the astronaut and SpaceX fella. And then uh, ending out the week, we got Tom Popper. I'm going to skip the Tom Popper one. He has a new Netflix special coming out. Of course, he bought some bread. When guys come in a lot, especially the comedians, if there's nothing kind of new, gem-wise, I'm not wasting your time with it. You know, It's worth listening to. It's it's a fun fun conversation uh, with him and Joe. But uh, anyway, let's get started. You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your hosts, Adam Thorne and Mark Hampton. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. All righty. So, Jim Norton, podcast 1421. This was an interesting conversation because I thought it would be... A lot more silliness and like when Joe has an old friend in and they just chat and it's cool and jovial and, you know, you t- there's not a lot of kind of, there's no real nuggets of knowledge being dropped. It's just odd kind of uh, observations and funny stuff. But this was different. They kind of went deep. Jim talked a lot about his past. Um, if you're not familiar with Jim Norton, he's a comedian. He's known Joe a very long time. Uh, he used to do the Opie and Anthony show and now does a UFC podcast with Matt Serra. And, you know, he, he's kind of known for his, like, twisted, dark sexual habits. Uh, and he kind of gets into why that was happening. I would say that, uh, you know, if you've had bad experiences with something similar in the past, maybe when you were growing up, uh, this might be one to skip, uh, because because it they you know he really gets into some things. I mean, he, he kind of does it lightheartedly, but there's still a deep topic, and there's some dark moments in there. So so just a little warning. Uh, they open up with Joe saying that he can't go live anymore. The reason he doesn't do the podcast live is because 
there are people that will clip parts of the podcast immediately and repost it. And they were building up huge followings and, you know, starting to make money with it. And they could come from different types of organizations or represent Joe poorly. So he, he has to do something a bit different. It's like kind of selling his stuff. Um, and it's funny, too. I think that with this podcast that I do, because I'm just kind of reviewing and discussing Joe's, uh, uh, people have said the same kind of thing. But I, what the fuck am I stealing? I'm just talking about um, this. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you can't, you can't go live anymore. So that's, that's, uh, that's why. That's why he doesn't. Um, they talk about, like, the problems with radio interviews, right, especially if you're a comedian. Um, you, they bring you in and they're kind of setting up topics to talk about and it just has such a different feel than than going on a podcast. I've been on the radio before and done some radio things and and it is, it's way different. I mean, it's a podcast is so much more organic and relaxed that uh, I think that both these guys just enjoy it, enjoy that freedom, you know, so much more. It, like I said, Jim gets kind of comically graphic about his sexual abuse as a child and uh you know they're like the there was like a bullying aspect and and those sorts of things i don't want to go into it all but uh you know check it out in that podcast and and uh and and yeah i mean like i said warning you know it it, it wasn't super fun to hear that and uh feel bad for the guy i mean awful and, you know, he struggled with bullying, too. And he really breaks down bullying. They kind of get into what it is and why it happens. So if you're a young kid listening to this and you're struggling with bullying, you're going to get some good stuff out of uh, the gym conversation, I think, uh, some strategies. Um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, just learn some jujitsu. That's going to help out a ton. Uh, they, they talk about Ari Shafia's comment about Kobe. Uh, I'm sure you know about that. It's big news. Fuck me. I think Aerie's fucked. I think that was a bad move, Aerie. I don't know how he's going to recover from that. Maybe time will tell. You know, I mean, if uh, Louis C.K. can make a comeback, then then maybe Aerie can too. But you do not want to piss off the the Kobe fans. I it was it just seemed very dumb. People are obviously pretty fucking pissed off with him, and uh, they they've been canceling. His gigs and his shows, and he's gotten a lot of trouble. I think even his agent dropped him. I'm not 100% sure. But, uh, yeah. Of course, they talk lots of stand-up, you know, stand-up back in the day like like they would, and how it's changed kind of since it started. Um, that's standard stuff, though, Anytime that the two comedians that have been through it all come on. Um, Jim, again, gets a little dark, talks about, when he was like considering suicide, um, you know, and it kind of gets into where those thought processes come from and that he was drinking a lot as a kid, uh, real young. And uh, Joe said something that's really kind of heartwarming. And he just he just comes out and says, look, please call me. You know, obviously, Joe's lost a lot of people and and through stand up and he knows other people that have committed suicide. Brody recently did Brody Stevens from the comedy store. Um, and, uh, Anthony Bourdain. I mean, it's just, uh, Joe's one of the, he worries about that stuff and with his friends. I mean, as anyone would, but it's really nice to hear it. And you know, he's sincere and I'm sure Joe could talk, talk anyone off the ledge. Um, uh, Jim is a little bit, 
uh, skeptical of Bob Lazar. They, they talk about that. He's not sold on it. And uh, Joe does a bit of a recap. So if you're a Bob Lazar guy, and like I am, and you love that story and how compelling it is, uh, it's nice to nice to have a little bit of a recap. Anytime he comes up, it's cool. I like that stuff. Joe did say that he knew something that Bob told him that he couldn't say on the air, but he, he was going to tell Jim after the show. Man, I wish I knew that. Whatever that is, it's uh, I would love to know it. Um, I'm actually going up tomorrow to a show called Stand Up on the Spot at the Comedy Store and a uh, great show by Jeremiah Watkins. And uh, Joe is in that show and you can kind of shout out from the audience different topics. So maybe I'll shout out, what is the thing about Bob Lazar you can't tell us? I don't know if I will, though. He might not. He might not say anything. Uh, and, and Joe covers the uh, Stephen A. Smith thing again, which was the comments that uh, that news sports broadcaster said after the Connor and um, uh, Cowboy fight. Kind of go over that. And, and Joe just says, I don't know. He was saying he's a nice guy, but, but we need guys in there that it was just disrespectful. You know, so he kind of covers that uh, again. But uh, all in all, um, you know, there's for whatever, whether it's too moving or a little disturbing, uh, there's some, there's some, nuggets of knowledge in there that are that are worth checking out and and you definitely learn a lot about jim for sure moving on podcast 1422 lex friedman i like lex he's obviously a massive rogan fan and you know wears his black suit when he comes in which they talk about and he's very organized and definitely nerdy but definitely uh really interesting guy i like I like his questioning and and how he gets into things. Um, it's really thought provoking uh, when when he's on there. I, I quite enjoy it, even though he often says how boring people say he is. I don't know. He, he he's not boring. He just kind of sounds a little robotic, but he does he does okay. Um, it's one of those sorts of podcasts where it's like how the whole world should run type of thing. It's almost like when Elon is on there, they're always talking about these big systems and how to make them more kind of efficient. And it's that sort of thinking, um, which which is good. But they start off lighthearted. Like Joe talks about one time his dog was like attacking his cat. He had to choke his cat, choke his dog out thought that was quite funny uh they move on to the kind of censorship on twitter and it was interesting because lex is not super up to date on like woke culture and uh woke what did i say woke woke culture and the impact that it has and people getting shadow banned and all this so he kind of came into that conversation a little naive but still had some interesting points to lay down and and joe obviously knows a ton about it they talk a little bit of politics for a bit and and bernie sanders and, and th- that sort of stuff they give a uh, lex gives a really good insight into elon musk and it's really fascinating to hear from a very smart person how smart he even thinks elon is and it's not just about elon but like how hard he works i guess lex has interviewed elon uh for his podcast and got to meet him so uh, I kind of want to listen to that one. I mean, two super nerds going at it. It, it might be pretty fascinating. Uh, I don't know. Joe covers his carnival diet a little bit, I guess. I guess uh, Lex is kind of eating that way too. He's a bit carnival-like. 
and uh, does a bit of the keto-y type thing. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about that. I don't know if you guys have tried it or think, but Joe got some good results. Got pretty fucking lean. That's not bad. Um, I think I just get sick of so much meat. Uh, that even sounds silly to say. Meat's so delicious, but how much fucking meat can you eat? I don't know. I don't know. Lots of MMA talk. They finish up with quite a lot of MMA talk. You know, who's Conor going to fight next? Kind of get into that. And to be honest, that that Conor fight really blew my mind. Uh, It was so incredible, to be honest. Like, knowing how tough Cowboy is and that Conor went up a weight class and just demolished him. I mean, those shoulder strikes, everything about it. It was just phenomenal. I would say even if you're not a big um, UFC fight fan or into MMA, there are certain things in sports that you can watch. And like, I'm not actually that huge into soccer. Well, in England, just we call it football, but you know, most Americans are listening to this. So soccer. I, but I can watch Lionel Messi play and watch clips of him all day long because he's so highly skilled. It's absolutely incredible. And just watching anyone be the very best at what they do is cool. And, and watching Connor was like that. It was a display of that. And they, they both kind of got into it. Um, interesting bit of the end. Lex reads a poem, a Russian poem, and then kind of gives gives the English translation and talks about it. And and really, it was just like the crux of it is like put everything into what you do and really fucking work super hard and go at it. It was almost like one of those self help kind of motivation mantras. But I like that he did that. I like that he he really thinks about what he's doing when he comes on the podcast and what kind of impression he leaves behind and he gets a little better every time so so i like that i like that a lot uh they they get into some other nerdy shit afterwards like simulation theory singular automata and arbitrary complexities i'm not going to break those down i'm too stupid but if you're a bit of a nerd and you can get into that it's uh it's pretty interesting kind of the idea was it was like setting up a set of simple initial conditions and then by the end, things are very complicated. So like the initial code could be simple. And then by the end, the program is like learned to be super complex. I don't know. I don't know where he was going with that. But uh, next up, podcast 1423. We got Andrew Doyle. Um, Andrew Doyle is, I guess, a British comedian. I would not heard about him. But what he does is he has a Twitter handle called Tatiana, who I guess is like a super woke um, lady, or I'm not really 100% sure, like the whole like setup of who she is, but he basically plays her voice on Twitter, and a lot of people follow it, and it's very funny, and um, it just really an hilarious troll that makes fun of the whole woke movement. And he kind of is ironically pointing out the absurdity of it, which I think is very clever. And I think it's it needs to be done because it's kind of getting a bit ridiculous out there. So I'm glad people like this uh, exist. This was a very intellectual conversation. It wasn't so much just lighthearted comedy. Like they're going into why these things have an impact and why they're bad for our culture and why this should be pointed out and that people should be made aware of it. Um, It was one of those where I would catch myself kind of, 
you know, I walk around, listen to my headphones, or, or like maybe you guys are driving and, and listen to Rogan. It got to almost kind of to the point where, you know, if you miss a little bit, you're like, wait, what are they talking about? It was it was kind of a deep dive, I would say. So, so you want to be focused for this one uh, when you're listening to it. Um, because Andrew's, he's got some pretty... Um, strong opinions on this stuff, and he and he really gets into it. He did a lot more of the talking than Joe, I would say. Joe was just kind of interjecting some little bits here and there, and uh, you know they talked about the mockery police and how people are getting so upset with stand-ups and different types of comedy. You know, you can't say certain things, but it's like Joe said. You know, it's very offensive to comedians. It makes sense, right? Like, of course it is. It's like their job is to push the envelope and make jokes. If people are jumping all over them for what they're saying, it's like, how can they even do their job? Not everyone can just do Seinfeld-style, Jim Gaffigan-style stand-up, where it's completely PC across the board. I mean, people want to know. They want to know how far you can push things and, and say outrageous shit, I think. Um... Yeah, uh, that, that's kind of th- that point. Uh, they make a point of the like the political climate, current climate of the U.S. and the U.K. Um, and and why it's gone the way that it has. Like the conservatives are in in England with uh, Boris, whatever that guy's name is. I should know. He's uh, I'm English, but I I don't know what a, Johnson, Boris Johnson. That's it. And then of course with Trump, very conservative here. Uh, not that they're super similar, even though their hair looks the same. It's it's like, why is this happening? And um, Andrew just says, look, people are fed up because they don't feel like they're being heard. And this is frustrating them. So they're, so they're kind of getting more extreme with their voting. They want things done and things moved and what's happening and drain the swamp type thought. So let's really push these guys in. Boris really headed up the Brexit move. So now that that's happening, I mean, it makes sense that he's in. And they won with a with a pretty solid uh, landslide. Uh, people are moving away from the Labour parties and, and other parties. They feel like they're not representing them anymore because they've got kind of a bit of this woke voice, you know. And it's like, you can't say this and do this. And people are just trying to pay their bills. So that's kind of where they're at with it. Like, don't ask my opinion on on the Brexit thing. I I, I really don't know either way. I'm just reporting the news, reporting the news. But yeah, people feel fed up. Uh, the a lot of the issues with the with the left media they get into. One story they talked about is the New York Times said Mary Poppins is racist because she did blackface, and there was the bit in the movie where they have soot on their face, and uh, that's it. So. Yeah, this is this is how crazy this shit's getting, you know. Um, there's also a story he gave about these police officers that investigated something that um, someone said online that wasn't considered a hate crime, but it's called a non-crime hate incident. So you didn't break the law or do a hate crime, but the police, I guess, are allowed to they're allowed to like warn you about it. And uh, the one thing that the police officer said to this gentleman is, we need to check your thinking. So if you live in England, you're listening to this, be aware. If you just live in America, then be even happier that you live in America because we don't have to worry about that in this glorious country. I've always loved that about the U.S. and I noticed it right away. Like, it's no joke. This freedom of speech business is, 
is super important and i and i do love that uh, i like that a lot um it it just really it, it really scared me in a way to hear that i mean obviously all my family live there and I, i've never heard of an incident like this but it was just something that really stood out um if you if if this is these sorts of things too that, that we're talking about here are, are things that you want to learn more about like the brexit thing different rules they get into like um differences between like uh socialized medicine in england and and medical like insurance stuff here if if that's interesting then then this podcast really is definitely for you because they they cover a hell of a lot of it and uh and they you i don't know i was learning a lot you know i i got a lot out of it um i guess also with companies now like this is getting this woke woke thing is like these tech companies are doing background checks on people and checking their twitter and seeing how many things that they've liked so and then they categorize all your likes with all these different things that you have liked and they kind of put together like a profile so if you're out there and you're liking funny things but it could be perceived as you know um sexist or a little racist or just slightly controversial this stuff can come back and bite you in the ass and i mean that makes you think like is it even worth it like i'm not in i don't use twitter i'm not into it um i would like to download it and learn more about all the people and and follow people but at the same time i'm like i don't want to be responsible for this shit later on i guess it doesn't matter because i do this podcast so if anyone wants to know about all the stupid shit i say they can just listen to this but it makes you think you know it makes you think like what is that and and they kind of say look woke culture wouldn't exist if we were being invaded i think joe said that like if we actually had real tough times if there was some hard shit going on um we'd be worried about that we wouldn't be just kind of picking fights with everyone for no reason i mean it's it's almost a luxury because we exist in such a easy safe existence you know that that it's kind of like that but uh overall i liked i liked andrew's one it was a little heavy for me and uh, i think the next time he's on it'll probably be pretty samey so i don't know if uh i'll stick around for that whole one depends how busy my week is but um yeah some good insights and i like what he's doing next up podcast 1425 garrett reisman garrett's cool dude i like this guy nasa astronaut now works at spacex uh, he's also a professor somewhere. I can't remember where he said, but uh, he, um, yeah, he he had some great stories, uh, lots of information about what it's like to be an astronaut, go into space, what SpaceX is up to. Uh, if, if you're into that, this is definitely one worth listening to. And he had great stories. He had funny things to say, um, good examples. And it was it was lighthearted and 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 a lot of fun. Uh, it started off talking about muscle atrophy in space. So you probably heard like I've I'd heard about that. They, you go up into space, and I guess your muscles just go all squishy because you're not using them, and your body's trying to save energy, so it's not putting any any um, you know kind of uh, calories into keeping your muscles strong. So. They have like new systems now where it's like heavy, low rep weights. So that's the best way to really maintain your 
muscle density. But I guess there's only so much they can do. Like if you stay up there too long, I think even with these workouts, uh, to some degree, that there's there's not much they can do. You kind of you kind of fall into pieces. Another thing he said is you lose your sense of smell and taste, and that is something I'd never heard before. Which I guess kind of works because I'm sure they're living on all those space ration foods, army ration style, and they probably don't have a lot of taste anyway. So they've got a shitload of hot sauce up there just to kind of get a bit of spice in their life. And um, But why he was saying it happens is because there's no gravity, so all the blood kind of goes to your head, kind of makes you uh, feel pretty congested. So that's something something that would happen. It seems like... He said it felt like you were standing on your head, but for all the time. I don't know about that. Going to space is is not as cool sounding as I used to think. I used to think that it would be amazing. And for the experience, yes, but for all the blood in your head, no. I would say not really into that. And that radiation can fuck right off. He said there's a lot of radiation up there, and he would put big water jugs next to his head. Because uh, because of the hydrogen in the water, things with hydrogen, I guess, are good at knocking out space rays. So fun fact, fun fact about space rays. There, uh, bit of a shocker when he said he looked out the window and looked at Earth from space. He said that it just wasn't that impressive. I think that you know he'd seen it enough times in the movies and the posters and. I think he expected a lot more, and uh, it just was kind of underwhelming. And uh, it's almost sad, considering how hard he must have worked to get there. And then he's kind of faced with with that. But uh, when he did a spacewalk, he said that's where it was at. When you're out there floating around, that's really kind of the shit. And that's when it looked amazing. You know, you can see it all. Um, he said people kind of get... Um, what would it be, vertigo or, no, 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 where you think you're falling. People kind of worry about that, so they hold on too tight when they're outside on the spacewalk. And a lot of it's your arms too, so you got to be careful you don't wear your arms out when you're out there a long time because you're kind of holding yourself down. And uh, I guess that's kind of a, a panic response, uh, I guess you could say. Um, he, he, talks, he talks about shit going wrong in space. Obviously, that can happen, and it can happen easily. And simple errors can be can be like a real problem. So you got to be super diligent up there. Like it's no fucking around. Um, you know they're a lot better at doing it than they used to be, and the technology's better. But it's still plug and play with a lot of these things. And if things don't go right and stuff starts breaking, you don't need a lot of shit to go wrong. And your life is is really in danger. And you're on your own. I mean, it's not like they can just rush someone up there real quick. Uh, I wonder what they do for like medical emergencies. I, somebody must be trained to be like a a doctor or a, you know. I, I'm sure they will have first aid. But if there was like a real issue, I mean, that's going to be a fucking major problem up there. Um, it also really highlights that even though all these NASA engineers are, are super smart, sometimes you know it's just humans just fuck stuff up. And that he was talking about ha- trying to connect some big antenna. You had to connect this antenna to the, to like the module or whatever, because it needed to get heat in it so it could work and it wouldn't break. All the components would break if they get too cold, and they couldn't clip it together. There was something wrong with the clips, like nobody had checked it, and that's what they were up against. So they really had to think outside the box and 
find a way to kind of put it together and fix it. But, you know, frustrating stuff. And when you make, when those mistakes happen, um, you, that's kind of it. The, the equipment gets destroyed. I don't know if they can get other equipment up there. A lot of times it's just one time and, and done. And, and that's, that's really where it, that's it. That's how it goes. Uh, Russia is also the only game in town at the moment for launching big payloads into space. I didn't realize that. I thought that America was still doing it. Or at least, like, Elon must be, right? SpaceX. But I guess for getting people up there, it's all about the Russians now. So you got to you gotta fly over there. You got to pay them. And uh, that's how you do it um, with the Russians. Hopefully, we'll we get back on it. Uh, SpaceX have just made a new thing, and it's called the Crew Dragon. So if you're into the SpaceX stuff and you haven't seen these videos, definitely Google that. They talk about it quite a bit on the podcast and what it's what it's up to. It just looks like a big trash can that can float around. Obviously, Elon now is landing all of his rockets, like, you know, on platforms and in the ocean on, uh, like, drone boats, which is really fucking cool. So I watched a, a bunch of those videos. I mean, landing themselves, absolutely amazing. And, um... And they finish up saying that Elon wants to die on Mars. And there's some... in, And uh, Garrett gives some uh, cute stories of his time hanging out with Elon and just how thoughtful he is and how smart and all the rest of it. So that was quite cool to get a bit of an insight on that. I think he's nuts. Uh, Elon, if you want to die on Mars, that's that's a crazy thing to say. Okay? I mean, it, it kind of sounds cute, but it's a, it's a crazy thing. I don't know. I, I, I think people really need to... Uh, reconsider that one but hey he's a lot fucking smarter than me so uh maybe by the time he's old and dying they might even have a starbucks up there so it might not even be as bad as i'm thinking um but yeah if you're if you're a bit of a nerd if you're a space guy um check this one out it's good no talk about aliens um i don't think uh garrett believes in him or has seen any uh so that was a bit of a disappointment but that's how it goes maybe he's maybe he's not allowed to talk about it but get what you can. It was uh, it was a good week, good week of uh, podcasts. Again, I'm not really covering the Tom Popper one. Uh, no disrespect, Tom, love you. But uh, new Netflix special out of his. So if you're a fan, definitely check that out. And thanks a lot, guys. Uh, we're gonna be trying to do them a bit more like this. They're a bit more concise. Keep them down to about half an hour. Cover some things so you know what was good in the previous week. If there were any you missed, and uh, covering some stuff. So. That's it. Thanks a lot. Bye.